1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you're here and I am so grateful I get to bring you part two of Plan Your Holidays by the Planets. That's right. Today is the second half of my interview with astrologer, Olivia Janeiro. Now, if you didn't have a chance to listen last week, you might want to go back and really get to know her and hear her story. She's actually a professional news reporter turned professional astrologer. She followed her heart, she's leaning into the mystical, and she still has this very journalistic approach, which is pretty cool. And she's really, really good at what she does. Last week, she gave us some insight into Scorpio season and how we might be feeling extremely transformational during this time because of the new moon and the full moon eclipses that happened during the 2022 Scorpio season. And this week in the second half of our interview, she gives us A little bit of hope at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, because she talks about how Sagittarius season, which starts on November 22nd, starts to feel a lot lighter. Yes, we need that, right? It's the time here in the U.S. where we start to feel really grateful for our friends, our family, the food on our table, the roof over our head. We are grateful for the little things and the big things in our life, and we are all going to feel a collective sigh of relief. And I'll let her tell you exactly what's going on and what to expect. So that's exciting. And also, if you didn't know, there's something called Mars retrograde. So Mercury retrograde is pretty well known. And we kind of all know what to expect when Mercury goes retrograde. But have you heard of Mars retrograde yet? Mars is the ruler of assertiveness, and really it's how you show up for your career. And so the way that Olivia explains it in this episode is that when Mars goes retrograde, you might be feeling this in your career. You might be asking yourself some questions about your work-life balance and so many other things that I will let her share with you. And Mars is retrograde until January 12th. So this is a great episode to catch anytime during the holiday season. And I really want to make sure that I give you all the tools in your toolbox to make this the best holiday season. And you know, that's my mantra for this show is even though it's feng shui with Christina Hollinger, my intention is to help you expand your manifesting toolbox, whether it's through feng shui or just getting to know yourself better through astrology and all the other amazing guests that I have welcomed on the show. With that being said, it is a holiday coming up, and I wanted to let you know that I'm going to take two weeks off of the podcast. So the next new episode will be out. The first weekend of December. So I'm gonna miss you, but don't worry because I'm always really active on Instagram. So if you want to see what I'm up to, I will keep you up to date with, you know, the weekly energy reports and give you some insight into what my family and I are doing over the holidays. And so let's stay connected on Instagram. And there's actually another way that you can stay connected with me and get more Christina in your life. While you are preparing for the holiday season. So I'm going to tell you about that in just a second. Um, But first, I just want to share something special that happened this week. Um, This week, I got a really special message in my inbox from a client who I worked with six months ago. She's a one-on-one client. I gave her her feng shui portfolio. We did the whole process. And I really, when I'm working one-on-one with clients, I ask them to target the three most important areas of life that they really desire the most results or the most improvement. I mean, there's nine areas of the bagua map. And obviously we all want to feel balanced and harmonious in all nine areas of our life. And they all work together. But when I'm working with clients, I really want them to identify their top three most important areas of need, because then I can really tailor their experience to their desires and what it is they really want to work on. Well, this client in particular had a lot going on. First of all, she was engaged and she was really excited. It's her second marriage. It's his second marriage as well. Um, she had, you know, really been through some turmoil in her previous marriage and she was really excited for this next chapter of her life. And she was also looking for change in her career. Um, her, uh just to honor her privacy i'm not going to tell you what she does but she is local to chicago and she's honestly i have such deep respect for the work that she does in this world and she deserves all of the promotions all of the recognition in her career because she is in such service to the city of chicago in such a great way and yeah what i what i received from her just the other day is a text saying, good morning. I would love to catch up soon. There are so many manifestations in full effect right now. It's insane. So not only did she have the most beautiful wedding ceremony, I was able to see it all unfold. It just turned out gorgeous. She said it was her dream wedding, her dream day, but she's also starting to move up the ranks in her career in a really big way that six months ago at her consultation, those opportunities were not available to her. She was feeling blocked. She was literally getting blocked by other people in the industry. And all of a sudden, as if magic and miraculously, opportunities are opening up for her. And so she went on to like text me all the details about all these things that are happening, all the synchronicities that are happening in her life. And it's just like, I wanted to share the celebration with you because it's just one example of this is why I do what I do. It's so rewarding to hear back from clients, especially around that six month mark. I do feel even in my own personal life, like when I'm doing a feng shui adjustment or like, for example, the Lunar New Year's coming up. When I welcome, I do a, a ritual, it's called welcome the wealth for the Lunar New Year. And it's a ritual that is, you know, grounded in deep feng shui tradition to welcome wealth into your home for the year. And so you welcome in prosperity, new opportunities, new connections, um, If you want to have babies and expand your family, you welcome in all the things that you truly desire for that year to come into your home. And there's a whole, there's a whole method to do it, uh, which I am offering that, you know, to you. And you're going to hear about that in a second. Um, but what I'm trying to say is when you look back from like the lunar new year and you welcome the wealth to, you know, six months from, from then. So in the summertime, it's always really incredible to see the manifestations how they unfold, because I teach you this all the time. Like your job is to set your intention, do the feng shui adjustment, and then trust that the energy is working on your behalf. So anyway, this this stuff works, and it's so fun to hear from clients six months after their consultation, a year after their consultation, two years after their consultation, and to really hear how all the pieces fall into place. It's always really surprising. And it's also really astounding. I think that my specialty when working with clients and working with, I have a group called I have a 12 month manifesting program and I take my group members on a journey through the 12 months that they enroll with me. And during that program, I I just think that my, my gift is to help. You to dream big, dream bigger, and then unlock opportunities that you didn't even think were possible. Because our brain is designed to think like small, I think, you know, it's like, oh, you don't want to dream too big because that's scary, right? But if you allow yourself to dream a little bit bigger, set your intention, work some feng shui magic you'll be really surprised at what opportunities really do unlock for you when you just claim your desires to the universe and you don't play small anymore and I mean I'm I'm going to stop there but like that's how I got on HGTV you know I'm a full-time educator I work in public education there's really no reason why I should have shown up on HGTV an international show to do a feng shui space clearing ritual but it happened. And I do believe that when we set our intention and we dream big, anything is possible. So before we go into the interview with Olivia, she's going to let us know how to thrive during Mars retrograde. And she's also going to give us some insight into Sagittarius season as we move into the holidays. So before we get into the interview with Olivia, I have a, such a special announcement and such, I'm, so excited so 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 excited to share this with you um this is about my welcome the wealth course and i'm giving you the opportunity to make 2023 the year you finally feel like it's all coming together this is the year where you're going to feel like it's all coming together do you desire life to just feel easier like your days are just effortlessly unfolding without you constantly trying to make things work. Imagine having time and space to enjoy your favorite coffee in the morning without having to rush and a schedule and a bank account allowing you the trip, allowing you to get the pedicure, allowing you to buy all the things you and your family want. This is what you can have in 2023. My approach to feng shui is simple, modern, and effective. I'm going to give you easy adjustments so that the energy of your home can help you unlock massive amounts of money and opportunities flowing into your life with very little effort on your part at all. I was just working with um, a group in my manifesting with feng shui masterclass. And one quote that I kept coming back to is the universe doesn't want you to try harder. It wants you to trust it more. And I think that that is the beauty of manifesting with feng shui. It's doing a little simple adjustment that seems so simple, so easy. And what sometimes I think when I hear from clients is that like the hard parts, like Okay, now not micromanaging the outcome, right? And that's where trust comes in. You have to say, okay, God, universe, higher power, you've got this. Like you heard my request. The pie is baking. The cake is baking in the oven. I trust that you have this thing working out on my behalf, right? And so I teach you how to do this. I teach you how to turn it over. And I also teach you how to get the energy of your home to support your dreams so that everything's in alignment and you can start 2023 by welcoming wealth into your home with simple feng shui rituals. And then the energy works on your behalf the rest of the year. And it's astounding. It's so amazing to see all the things that happen. I mean, I've had, um, I've been teaching the welcome, the wealth ritual for a few years now. I personally have been practicing it for eight years, but I've been teaching it to others for a few years now. And I mean, every year I have clients come back to me and say, oh my gosh, I did the welcome, the wealth ritual for the first time. And my husband, you would not believe the type of job opportunity that he ended up getting this year. And his salary increased by amounts that we didn't even think were possible in his field. That was literally something that one of my clients had had just said to me, as we're getting prepared for 2020, three, because she wanted to know if I was doing it again this year. I'm like, yes, I've got you. I am teaching you the welcome the wealth ritual this year again, and really getting you, let me, let me tell you everything I'm doing in my welcome the wealth course so that you know what's available. Um, And if you're listening to this today, check it out in the show notes, because there's a special introductory price, but you have to act quickly because it's an introductory price. It's not going to be the introductory price forever. So let me tell you what's in my welcome the wealth course. Then we'll cut to the interview with Olivia and we're good to go. All right. So here's what we'll cover in my welcome the wealth course that I designed, especially for you. First, you'll get my exclusive report for 2023 so that you feel like you are going with the flow all year instead of swimming against the current. You're going to drop the confusion of feeling lost in everything you have going on, and finally and fully align with your purpose in a way that lasts. You're going to learn the simple and sacred and secret feng shui ritual to welcome the wealth on Lunar New Year's Eve, which by the way, Lunar New Year's Eve is on January 21st, 2023 so it's not the same as the traditional new years so what i love about this is it gives you time you get to celebrate the you know the new years day on january 1st and then on lunar new year's eve the 21st is when you're going to do the welcome the wealth ritual i'm offering this course early right now because I want you to be prepared. Like there are things that you're going to need to do in order to prepare for the ritual. And I'm also giving you the 2023 energy report, which is like good to kind of like, let's wrap our brains around it so that we're not caught like a deer in headlights on January 1st. Okay. I really want you to feel prepared for the year of the 2023 water rabbit. So you know how to embrace the water element and you also know what to anticipate in the year of the rabbit and what those qualities are. In my Welcome the Wealth course, you're going to learn how to invite more prosperity for 2023 that will allow you to unlock greater freedom to gift yourself life's luxuries and the freedom to invest in yourself. You're going to get access to the most powerful space clearing ritual to shift the money energy of your home and welcome opportunities and miracles to enter your life. If you joined my manifesting with Feng Shui masterclass, I taught them a space clearing ritual. This is a different one. (laughs) This is actually a next level ritual. I think they were both. They're both significant and they're both really profound rituals. I just want to let you know that this is a new one. This is a different one. And it's something that I personally do every new year. Um, And it really can be done anytime, but it's the most powerful space clearing ritual to clear out the stagnant energy from 2022 and plant the seeds of intention within your home for 2023. So that again, you don't have to work as hard next year because you're going to plant the seeds of intention and then trust the universe to work out the details on your behalf in 2023. It's awesome. So when you join my welcome the wealth course, you will be in the know with 2023 feng shui astrology updates. So you can avoid misfortune that comes from misaligned energy and you're going to set yourself up for the most successful year filled with more money, connection, and inner peace. I want this for you. I am so excited. As soon as you sign up for the Welcome the Wealth course, you get instant access to it, and then there is a live component to the course. So on 1/8 January 8th, There's a live course. And then if you can't make it live to that masterclass, it will be in your portal. So as soon as it's, you know, as soon as we record it, it will go into your portal and you'll have access to the live component. But I like to share that there's a live piece to this because a lot of you like to get together live on Zoom and interact with me. And we get to kind of build this community of connection and connect with other other like-minded people, light workers who have big dreams, who have big purposes, and I'm really excited. I'm excited for this. This is the this is a new layout. I've never done my Welcome the Wealth course in this fashion. Um, so it's seriously, it's next level. It's completely elevated from years past, and I couldn't be more excited and more proud of this course. So I'm going to stop there. Get the welcome the wealth course now while it's half off and, you know, get locked into that price. If you hear this after the sale date, it's still going to be totally worth your investment and completely, you know, I I, I it's my intention to make it affordable so that, you know, you will triple, quadruple, uh, probably like more than quadruple, actually your investment. So don't worry about that. When you get into the welcome the wealth course, you're going to know how to welcome so much prosperity, money, opportunities into your life. It will blow you away what this will do for your year. Okay. So that's it. I'm going to miss you next week, but I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Look out for some emails from me. I have a black Friday gift coming your way. So pay attention to your emails from me. We'll stay connected that way. If you get the welcome, the wealth course, I'll stay connected with you that way because you can get more Christina in the welcome, the wealth course while I take the next two weeks off to be with family and friends and, you know, just decompress. So I really wish for you the, uh, a wonderful, wonderful, um, Thanksgiving and let's plan our, Holidays by the Planets with Olivia Janeiro. This was an awesome interview. She's going to help you thrive during Mars retrograde, which is happening right now until January 12th. So pay attention to what you can do during the holidays just to make the most of it. And I will see you again after Thanksgiving, the first weekend in December with a very brand new episode. Thanks again and enjoy the
2: show. So Mars stations retrograde, which is when the station is the point when, again, planets don't move backwards, but because of our orbits, uh, you know, we won't get into the weeds of the science of it all. It appears to be moving backwards. Like if we were to track the planets in the night sky, it's going to look like it's moving backwards for us. Mm -hmm. So this happens on October 30th. So the Sunday before Halloween and Mars will be retrograde through January 12th Mars is in Gemini so we've been feeling the shadow energy of Mars retrograde already it's a long shadow period basically we've been feeling it the whole month of October, even the end of September, and we'll be feeling the shadow energy well into the new year. And to really understand this Mars retrograde, you have to understand Mars in Gemini is like multitasking, doing all the things. So you might feel like you're doing a lot at once. And that's kind of forcing you during the retrograde to be like, okay, where do I really want to put my energy? Where do I really want to spend my energy? Uh, Because Mars is a very energetic planet. It's our masculine energy. It's yang energy, as we were chatting about before uh, this podcast started. It's all about action, doing Uh, moving you know so and it's to me mars is about that desire like why are you doing what you're doing what do you want what are you going after you know it's that very external masculine energy whereas on the flip side venus which i'm sure we'll touch on in a moment venus is more receptive you know venus and mars being that masculine feminine duality so mars retrograde is really just like where are you going what are you doing really reviewing, like, what do we want? What are we going after? And how are we getting there? Like, how are we spending our energy? Um, And with Mars retrograde in Gemini, it might feel like you're being pulled a lot of different directions. Gemini is very scattered, and not necessarily in a bad way for any Gemini's listening, but just more uh, energy being kind of pulled in a lot of different ways and Gemini's like their variety, like to have a lot of social time with a lot of different groups of people. So, um, you know, you might just be, especially as we get into the holiday season, feel like you're being pulled in 20 different directions, you know, trying to prepare for the holidays, trying to maybe run your business or start a passion project. And, (laughs) Again, the question to come back to for Mars retrograde is what do I want? Mars is very much about the self, kind of the ego as well. So like knowing what you want is not a selfish thing. It's just going to help you get where you want to go more easily, you know, being clear on what you want, but this period is more about asking yourself and reviewing it rather than going there, wait until the new year to like really go full force into something
0: want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit join artist Susie k edwards for path of the butterfly a weekend workshop at omega institute's beautiful campus in rhinebeck new york may 24th through 26 experiment with a variety of art forms engage in mindfulness walking and silent meditation and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision this workshop is for beginners and professional artists Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive.
1: I love that. You're just reminding us to like, just pause if you're feeling overwhelmed and just ask yourself, like, is this worth my time, energy, and effort? Like say no to what doesn't light you up and really just try to lean into what's lighting you up because I know we have obligations and that's going to probably come up during the season because it sounds like you're going to be pulled in different directions, But just really being mindful of like, when you get pulled in the direction you want to be really lean into that. And when you get pulled into an obligation that you don't want to be doing, just remember you have the power to give that minimal energy and effort (laughs) when you are doing something that's not lighting you up, you know? And
2: one more thing on Mars, Mars is the planet of war. Okay. So what's worth fighting for in Mm -hmm. your life too? Luckily, Mercury doesn't go retrograde till the end of the year, and actually a lot of planets will be stationing direct, so moving back and forward motion, which will clear things up, especially in Sagittarius season, but they're you know, you might be facing some challenges with Mars retrograde being like, okay, I'm putting a lot of time and energy into this thing. Is it really worth fighting for? And so that's something to ask yourself too, not just what do I want? Because, you know, we all want like a million dollars and a house Mm -hmm. on the beach and to do whatever we want all the time, but what's actually worth fighting for and, you know, pushing yourself a little bit harder for.
1: I love that. And even as a, like a collective, when we talked about like election season and everything coming up, it's like, you know, to talk about fighting for things, like also no, like noticing what you can control and then what you can't control and like being able to let go of what it is that you don't have any control over. Like, cause that also takes up that energetic space too. Mm-hmm. Um, quick question. When you had said before we started recording, you're like, okay, you were kind of giving me a summary of like what to expect from now to the end of the year. And you said that Sagittarius season is going to kind of feel lighter. And when does that start exactly? When can I mark my
2: calendar for that one? (laughs) Yeah. November 22nd is when Sagittarius season begins. Okay. And the next day we have the new moon in Sagittarius and Jupiter, which rules Sagittarius. Jupiter is the planet of abundance, optimism, good fortune. Jupiter stations, direct on the new moon so the opposite of retrograde energy it's going to move back in forward motion Jupiter has moved back into Pisces during its retrograde it's at home in Pisces it's a very hopeful optimistic energy Jupiter in Pisces is just like that nice gentle force that's like it's all gonna work out like that Oprah meme speaking of Oprah that's uh, mm-hmm. the, the voiceover that's like don't worry, girl, it's going to be okay. Or she says something like that, you know, that's Jupiter in Pisces, very much just reassuring. So Jupiter going direct again, kind of restores our hope. Neptune stations direct as well during Pisces season, Neptune being the planet of dreams and imagination and creativity. So, you know, Neptune retrograde has felt kind of like pulling back the curtain on maybe a lot of the illusions and facades that have been playing out in our personal lives, or even on a collective level. And Neptune stationing direct just brings another element of forward motion where we can kind of create things again, dream again, and be a little bit more hopeful. Neptune is a very hopeful energy. Um, So that's going to lighten things up quite a bit. And I just think you know it's just this renewal energy, and Sagittarius, as we talked about when we were talking about my North Node, is very philosophical, it's very spiritual um and it's very generous and so I love that many of us will be doing holiday shopping or celebrating Thanksgiving during Sagittarius season, which is just this time to really lean into how can we help others, how can we not just show up for others, but give the best of ourselves to other people and um, share our abundance with other people. I love that Thanksgiving is always during Sagittarius season because it feels very Sagittarian that we are like, you know, celebrating our harvest and making food for other people. Um, And so Sagittarius season, we will have a full moon in Gemini and the moon will be conjunct Mars. Now, remember, we just talked about Mars retrograde, uh, but this full moon will really be highlighting what's going on with Mars. And from this place of hope and higher understanding and feeling generous, that's a great chance, this full moon in Gemini, to look back. It's our last full moon of the year, to look back on the year, especially the past six months, and just be grateful, you know, that full moon will be on Uh, December 7th. And it's just a really beautiful time to feel all the magic that all of these transits are bringing. So Sagittarius season feels just more abundant and hopeful and kind of pulls us out of the depths of Scorpio and these eclipses and helps us feel good again.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I also, anytime we can talk about Jupiter and you said Jupiter's at home in Pisces and Jupiter is going to be in the Pisces sign during Sagittarius season, it's a good time to, to dream. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a good time to Uh, expand on our dreams. And it's also like the time of year when we're starting to start thinking about the year ahead and, and get hopeful about the next year and what it is we hope to step into. So hopefully we end the year with more clarity on some of our big dreams and just like it'll, it'll set the wheels in motion for setting our manifestations in motion for the new year. Sounds like.
2: There's a lot of synchronicities too. When you look at all the planetary movements, there's a lot happening on new and full moons and, and, and on the starts of different seasons. So the beginning of Capricorn season is the same day, I believe that Jupiter moves into Aries again. Um, And so Jupiter and Aries is like, let's go, let's just do it. Capricorn is all about getting down to business. So I think by the end of December, we'll have that moment of hope and renewal and being positive. And we're like, okay, what do we want to do with this? What direction are we going? Um, You know, just a lot more understanding and motivation, honestly, to like, plan for the year ahead. Capricorn energy is all about like looking to the future, planning ahead, making sure we're stable and secure. There is one more thing, though, that I feel like everybody can mark their calendars for because it is the most notorious transit Mercury stations retrograde on December 29th. So right before the new year. So like you might have all these big plans Mm -hmm. that you're trying to set into motion, beginning of Capricorn season, Mm -hmm. and just know that they could get slowed down a little bit right around the new year. It's okay. By the (laughs) middle of January, Mercury will be direct again. Mars will be direct again. So if it feels like your year is getting off to a slow start, that's okay that's what's supposed to be happening by mid january i think it's going to be like full speed ahead you know it's it's going to feel a lot more motivating and like the things that we planned in the beginning of december can actually start to to pick up speed okay so
1: i love this i have to throw my feng shui lens in here because i Celebrate the Lunar New Year every year because it, it correlates, it's like the Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year correlates with the new moon. And this year it falls on January. 21st is Lunar New Year's Eve, and January 22nd is Lunar New Year's Day. And there's something called the Welcome the Wealth Ritual, which is a ceremony that's like a feng shui ritual to welcome in abundance, set your intentions for the new year. And I always, I love how it always falls like after January 1st, because it's like this opportunity to reset your intentions, but it also sounds like it's going to be a great time to set your manifestations emotion and actually do something about it. So I don't know, yeah. that was the connection I had to make. It's like music to my ears. I love that.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think there's so much pressure too. like January one hits and we're like, we got to make the mood boards. We've got to set our <laughs> intentions. You know, we have to make our resolutions, but The transits, especially this year, and just as you were talking about with the lunar new year, feels to me like permission to just soak in the new year for a couple of weeks before we start, you know, really being like, okay, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing this year.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned Capricorn. I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. Let's, I want to ask you, so like you, you obviously are a wealth of knowledge. There's so much to astrology. What would you say to like my listeners who are are really interested in all of this, but they're just like, okay, how, like, obviously there's so much to astrology. What can I do to make this practical in my life and like, use it as a guide? Like what's the first step for somebody who really wants to integrate astrology more into their life because they want to use it as a roadmap, but they're just not exactly quite sure like how to do that.
2: Absolutely. It can feel really overwhelming at first. Even just looking at your birth chart, you're like, what does this mean? So step one, as you just said, I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. (laughs) Starting to understand your birth chart and really the layout of it, maybe what signs rule different houses so you can understand, okay, like I have your chart pulled up here, Christina, (laughs) and you're a Taurus rising. Uh, So you know that when there's a full moon in Taurus, it's probably going to be right around your first house. And the first house is all about you, your sense of self, your sense of purpose. So specifically, you know, as much as we talked about that Taurus lunar eclipse being really powerful for you, it's going to be like lighting up your first house. It's going to be right on your rising sign. The moon will be or excuse me, the sun will be conjunct your Venus and your Saturn. So it's going to be a big moment for you. I can just tell by looking at your chart and knowing where the sun and moon are going to be on your chart at that time. So step one is always understanding on a basic level how to read your own chart. From there, uh, tracking the transits, which is what I do every day with transits today my live stream every morning going through what's happening in the planets for that day and once you start getting familiar with your own chart you know we talk about where the moon is every day so emotionally what part of your chart is going to be lit up depending on where the moon is we talk about where the sun is that's going to be an area of awareness in your life for the month that we're in this season that's really being focused on um so Starting with the basics, and then you can get really into the weeds, you know, if there's a planetary shift happening, Jupiter stationing direct in Pisces, you know, we can look at where is Pisces in your chart, maybe this is where there's going to be more abundance right now or more hope, more optimism right now. Um, So for you looking at your chart, that will be your 11th house, maybe a renewal and hope of the community that you're creating or the network you're creating, you know, Um, so it can feel like a lot, but actually I love that you talked about starting something new on the Lunar New Year because I am going to start a group container for um, January into February, that first full moon cycle of the new year where I give you. A journal template every day we meet once a week I have like a module for you to learn from every week and I just take you through the process of understanding how do I track the transits based on my own chart because Mm. truly that's what I love about astrology is it's so individual you know the the Taurus lunar eclipse on election day could mean something totally different for you than it means for me and Modern astrology has really watered things down to horoscopes, which I love horoscopes, but I think that's just such a fraction of what you can gain when you understand why your horoscope says what it says, where is that information coming from based on your chart. So that will be launching, Um, I'll be having pre-sale through the end of the year, and I think I've, I've gotten a lot of requests and the same question you just asked, like, how do I understand how what you're saying every day affects me? Mm-hmm. And so that's where, where this comes from. But I think also, you know, just starting with yourself, if you want a deeper understanding of yourself and your own astrology chart, of course I offer readings and there are, you know there's. Resources on my website where you can get a report of your chart, if that's more in your price point and your comfort level, Um, and of course there are so many free resources online where you can learn astrology. But starting, I didn't know you
1: had that, so you could literally go to your because I I had a reading with Olivia, and I don't. It's so cute. She's got like different names for everything. So like, I feel like there's like the Venus reading is like a couple's reading or something like that, where you look Mm -hmm. at both of the charts because Venus rules love and relationships. And then you have like all sorts of different ones, but I didn't realize that you had something where you could just literally just request just to have like a report. So it's not necessarily that one-on-one reading yet, but it's like a report. Like, cause I talk to astrologers all the time on my show and Mm -hmm. it always blows me away how many different layers there are to astrology. So like, you know, you kind of mentioned how like Mars represents your action and it represents war, but also like what drives you right in your life. And then like, not only do we all have a Mars planet, but it's has a sign. And then your Mars also is located in a specific house. And then each house represents something different. So Yeah, that would be really interesting. I think just like, if you're just starting out, just like see your chart and see where all the planets were when you were born and what house they were in, that will give you great insight. And then the next level that I'm hearing you talk about, Olivia, is like the next level is like, now that I understand my chart, if the moon is in a certain sign, what's, or like you could track like your moon, like your moon Mm -hmm. moves that's that's you, the next level, but yeah, I don't understand you're basically
2: that. tracking the current moon how it's moving through your own chart, and like you said, there's so many levels to astrology. There's always more to learn. Even every time I look at my own chart. And I am thinking about what's going on in the planets. I'm like, oh, I get every single day. I swear I get new insights of like, oh, that's why I'm feeling how I'm feeling or oh, that's something I could lean into right now. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of this compass that I can always come back to and that all of us can always come back to to gain insight about the current energy and how it's affecting us. But Yeah, I do have just my free birth chart calculator on the spiritualjournalist.com. There's an option at the end after you see your birth chart to just purchase a report for $25 and it instantly is downloaded to you. And it's part of my uh, journalism background. It's really important for me with everything I'm creating to be approachable to everyone. You know, there's so many people in the astrology world, especially now it's getting more and more popular. And I absolutely love it. I love that. It's like, you know, I was at dinner last night and met someone new and they're like, Oh, I have a Pisces moon in my eighth house. And I'm like, Oh, I instantly know so much about you. Like I, I feel into your energy now, you know? So I love that we're all having these conversations and it's important to me that this information is so powerful. It's been so healing for me and so transformative Mm -hmm. for me that I just really want it to be accessible for everybody. So if you're not ready to purchase that, you know, 70, 80, $100 reading yet, that's totally fine. You can just start with a report and just start to understand yourself and read it. And I always say like, does it resonate with you? Then take it. Maybe astrology is not your thing and feng shui is or numerology is, but take what feels good to you. The information that you're supposed to know will come to you when you need to know it.
1: Oh, I love that. And I'm so, I could could totally relate to you because I say that all the time. I'm like, feng shui, my goal is to make it more accessible. Like I don't like when I realized that you could manifest more abundance or or, or, different things, like it's eased the path of my life so much. And when I realized that there was an easier way to do things. I'm like, wait a minute, everyone should have access to this. So that's been my mission too, for the past decade is making feng shui more accessible, similarly to what your mission is to make astrology more um, accessible. And part of me is like, Oh my gosh, I'm a little bit jealous because I feel like if I was a certified astrologer, it would be so cool to be able to look at the year ahead and be able to say like, okay, this is going to be a good time to launch this new project, or this is going to be a really auspicious time to, you know, like to collaborate with somebody new. And it's just like, I feel like it could be a guide to like timing out your life in a way, because that's partially what feng shui is about, right? It's about going with the flow instead of swimming against the current. So like, if it's not that you have to do things at a certain time, but it's like, you can see windows of opportunity where not only are you going to be stepping in a certain direction, but the stars are aligned to support you. So you have that energetic backing up in a way. So it's easier to do certain things at certain times, if that makes sense. And there's also times to go within and times of non-doing. And we have like, I'm a, I have a lot of cardinal energy in my chart. So I like to do things. I'm an action taker. I was born during a full moon. So I love times of action, but what I've learned through astrology, working with you, Olivia, and through feng shui is that you can't always be doing, you will burn out and that it's not auspicious to be taking action constantly. So for me, that's kind of been the benefit of understanding astrology is like knowing when to, to chill out. (laughs)
2: you're speaking to my Virgo soul. Like I'm always (laughs) trying to be productive over here. I'm always trying to go, 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 do, do, do. Um, And I think what's really beautiful, like on a basic level, yeah, it's easy to look at the year ahead and look at the energy. But for me, like I'm so passionate about helping people understand truly auspicious and potent times for themselves based on their chart, you know, like, knowing where your Jupiter is in your chart and what aspects it's currently making to Jupiter can be really helpful. So the planets can be guides on their own, you know, when you're and, and be very individual to you and your needs and your life. And like I said, there's always something to be gained for me, at least from looking at my chart and being like, okay, Even like I hadn't gotten a haircut or done my hair in a long time. I've been growing it out since I left TV news and I knew I wanted to get a haircut. I was going on this big trip. So I'm like looking at my Venus and looking at when the sun's (laughs) going to cross over my ascendant and all these things and almost trying as a Virgo, trying to find the perfect time. And then there was a moment of being like, it will be perfect. It's okay. I can just be around this time. I know this is going to be a really powerful time for me. So It's, it's all good. So I think that it's a double edged sword, right? Being so detail oriented as a Virgo, I'm like, I can look so deep into the meaning of everything. And then, you know, Scorpio moon, but also astrology has taught me a lot on, on the flip side of just like surrender because the energy is going to be what the energy is going to be.
1: Mm -hmm. You brought up that planet Jupiter again. If you, if you're, if you've got anything from this conversation, you want to be in tune with Jupiter. It's the planet of abundance of money of expansion of growth. And really that's why we're here on this planet to expand. I feel like that's, that's the key to happiness. It's like, we feel the most fulfilled in our life when we are expanding into the highest versions of ourselves. So, so what is that called again, that you have that what's the container that you're, you're creating for the new year? doesn't
2: have a name um, yet? Are I you releasing I'm gonna, it soon? <laughs> I'm going to release it soon. When this is live, it should be out on my page. I'm thinking of like transit trackers or something like that, but um, you'll see it on my Instagram. If you just follow me on Instagram at Olivia de Janeiro or at the spiritual journalist, um, I'll be posting about it. So you have time to get involved. Like I said, I'm going to be doing pre-sale through the end of the year, just to get everybody ready I don't want to start something in the middle of the holidays especially with everything we talked about (laughs) things are going to be very busy a lot's going to be going on but I think that's a really great way to to align with the lunar new year as you said to kind of set some new things into motion together in a group setting and use your own astrology chart as your compass
1: I love it. All right. I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes. And Olivia, just thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your, your generous guidance today. I think we all got a lot from it and it's going to help us through the season. So thank you again for being here.
2: Thank you for having me. I hope it's helpful for anybody listening and you know, for our listeners, I just adore Christina and I love that we've connected through the mystical realms, through other astrologers and, um, Yeah. It's just such a joy to have you as my internet friend.
1: (laughs) I know it's such a gift and I'm just so grateful to be here with you. I love having astrologers on the show and to all my listeners, I will see you next week where I will help you design the life you deserve.
0: Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patris and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium and
1: motivational speaker. I know that feeling and on my podcast, Your Inner
2: Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that
1: are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.